What's the story, our lad? What's the story, our? What's the story, our lad? What's the story, our? Our! All right, our lad. Brand our lad. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to What's the Story Hour. Coming to you live from the session room here at the Irish Institute of Music and Song. How are we getting on, Keith? All right, Ray. How are you? Not a bother. Not a bother. Nice to be back in the session room, isn't it? You're delighted to be in here. That's great. He's he's beaming here. I feel like I've made it. (laughs) (laughs) I know I haven't, but it feels feels very, uh, yeah, feels like I'm coming up the moon. What would you say? Salubrious surroundings. I like that word, Ray. I like that word. Well, Ray, who's been bold in the break hour? Who's been bold in the break? Now, a couple of days, I tell you, I had choices coming out of my arse this week from all over all over North County Dublin there was was heaps of them there was heaps of them but I'm going to start you off with a a now a returning offender Um, you might remember a little while ago um, Gabriella 52 years old from Ratcool the crime occurred out in the Sunday market I don't know if you remember this. I do remember this just to read up so yeah so basically the the long and short of this one was um she was caught with a stolen generator. Yes. For a few oh, right. so, yeah, so this story <laughs> fleshed itself out a bit now. I tell you, the judge must have been in a bad mood this week. You'll you'll see as I go on. Um but basically, yeah, so the a stolen generator, the, the guard seen her with it, it was running a, a field van. Um so the long and short of this one, her story is that um a tall story, according to the judge. Right. Um is that Basically, her generator broke down that morning, right? Yeah. So they asked around and they found somebody who was conveniently selling a 700-watt Sensi generator worth €2,600. Someone just happened to be selling it on that day for €300. (laughs) (laughs) So... um, So, yeah, so she said a a member of the team or one of our staff basically... Went and bought this generator and they went off and went about their business that day. Um, yeah, as I said, the judge said that it's a tall story and that she wasn't being honest. Right? Um, what do you think happened here? You like I was saying, the judge is in a bad mood. He probably put her in bad jail. Mood? Three months in jail. <laughs> Three months in jail. Oh, the judge is this now. Um, this is the I didn't write down his name this week this, this is the lad who's been in Balbriggan for the last is it George Costello since it's come back was it Costello oh no didn't you say there was someone at George there's now there's another name on it yeah um, oh. bad form alright um, so I'll move you on now to uh, John uh, from Balbriggan 70 years old right it was the headline that caught me eye here on this one to be honest with you Keith. Uh so the headline reads intoxicated pensioner Mounted footpath several times in car. <laughs> so basically, the guards copped John here um, at about 11 p.m. with a flat tire on his car, completely flat, right? And basically, he was up and down on the footpath, obviously driving the car home, you know? Um, so he said that he had a tire blowout and he was looking for somewhere to pull in, but basically drove the whole length of the town. <laughs> with this flat tire um so yeah basically the the solicitor said obviously look you know he's he's a pensioner he needs the car to get around blah 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 but yeah george was having none of it said he he said that john needs to consider himself lucky 
that he's not being put in jail. And he got a 500 euro fine and a two year driving ban. Jesus. So, yeah. Jesus, George is on the warpath. Isn't he on the warpath, all right? Um, we're going to move on my last one now. I'm going over to Malahide uh, to Gregory, 42 oh, years old. Very snazzy. Um, Gregory is a, a music producer. Right. right? Um, but basically, he was arrested on another matter. This is where I've, this is me fucking Egypt this week. Um, so he was arrested on another matter and brought to the Garda station in Malahide, where he subsequently punched the Garda in the head. Oh, good right? um, Now, he's, he's an alcoholic, a recovering alcoholic. Who had been drinking, and um, he said he had a bit of a slip, but his excuse for punching the guard was he's diabetic, and he had high blood sugar. <laughs> that's, that's what made him, that's what made him punch the guard. Now nothing to do with. They found empty bottles of wine in his car, and obviously he was steaming. But yeah, apparently it was the blood sugar, not the <laughs> not the Alvino. Um, but yeah, this lad got away lightly, to be honest. Now considering. What's come before here? But um, he had a five hundred euro fine. Not even a fine. He's to pay the guard that he punched five hundred euros, and he has until the seventh of November to do that. And if not, he'd be going to jail. Yes. <laughs> there you go. In the face, you can't be hitting the guard he now, right? You know what I mean? No, I mean you can't really be hitting anyone to be honest. But if you're going to hit somebody. Probably better off it's not a Garda. Oh, you reckon so? <laughs> to be fair. To be fair. <laughs> but that's it, Jess. So hopefully, we might see Gregory again now if he doesn't pay that pay that bit of compensation. There you go. But oh. yeah, that's it. So, Frag, we move around to your favourite part of the week. Oh, yes. It's time for a random pony. Well, it's just a bit of random pony. Um, well, I just want to start by congratulating the, lady, the Irish ladies team on qualifying for the World Cup. Oh, yeah. Absolutely fantastic. I'm so proud of you guys. He's done it fantastic. Absolutely brilliant. Great goal as well. And okay. uh, I like the way she's dedicated to what happened in Donegal last week, unfortunately. And uh, well, Brigham Woman involved as well. Absolutely, so, Diane Codwell. Shout out, shout out to Diane. Congratulations, well, as Diane. well as the rest of the, and the rest of the team. <laughs> I just did that, but yeah. congratulations. And Megan Campbell from Drada. I remember seeing Megan playing against my sister years ago, and she was just unbelievable in the back then. I remember seeing that long throw and going, gee, she's going far in the game. Congratulations to the local girls. But um, yeah. yeah, and I think, listen, we, we, I just. You know, we know we know what's coming next, right? Right, well. Right. You know the way the world is today. You're not allowed to say anything basically bad, or you're not allowed to... Look, after the game, emotions are high. You sing a song. Right, we know what the words in the song were, blah, 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 blah. But yeah. I just don't understand how a man on Sky Sports News is telling a young one to educate herself about Irish history and all this garbage. And, like, if you look at a like, song like The Flower of Scotland, right? Yeah. That's about uh, Robin the Bruce. Uh, Robert Bruce, yeah. Robin the Bruce, uh, yeah. victory over England, the English, right? Yeah. Swing Low, Sweet Chariot, the one that you sing on the plain rugby, is a song about slavery. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, how can you justify that and then come on and criticise and not know your history? And I guarantee you're going to see it now in three weeks' time. November again, when what happened in November, eh? Every year. A certain player gets abused in every stadium in the ground. And what, and what have we done about that? Absolutely nothing. Oh, yeah. I know, I know, I know, I agree with you. Look, I think at the end of the day, Frag, I think the failure is at, you know, school level, I suppose, you know, in 
England specifically, not so much maybe Wales and Scotland. Look, they don't know, they, you know, they, they don't know the history of what happened here. Do you know what I mean? And their whole, their history is basically, you know, taught to them as, you know, they're the great. What is that? Sorry, Ray. Sorry to interrupt you there for a second, guys. Sorry about that, guys. Just, just <laughs> a bit of a noise there. It I didn't know what it was. I mean, Ray, what were you saying there? Apologise. Well, I was just saying that I said, look at the, you know, their schools teach them. They don't teach them about, you know, the bad things that they've done, really around the globe. You know? So basically, and don't teach them about that, then. Well, that's it. That's it, more or less. Like, do you know what I mean? They just they don't they don't know about it and. I just That's the way a man was asked, the way was, it was. What's his name? Richard, Richard, Richard Wooten. Yeah. The way he was, like, he's an, he's an experienced man, experienced uh, on Sky Sports News yeah. for long, long years. And the way he was asking the questions that younger, it was actually, it was it was so distasteful and it was embarrassing, actually. Yeah. For a man of his stature to be doing yeah. that. I looked, you don't. Ray, I think you should email him and ask him to come on our podcast <laughs> and we'll educate him <laughs> on everything that he needs to be educated <laughs> on. <laughs> Easy. Anyway, moving on. Moving on, go on. We could be there. They just got some bacon that. last night, didn't they? That was great, wasn't it? Jesus, that was some bacon. Actually, I'll, I'll, read, I'll read you one here now. This came from a Rangers fan. Now, you know me, I'm by no means a Liverpool fan. But this just got, it was a Rangers fan. It was a comment I seen on the internet. <laughs> he said, he goes, stayed and watched all seven go in. It was like watching someone hammer the wife in front of me, sick to the pit in my stomach. And I've never been more happy reading a comment like that. <laughs> I was just, I was like, delighted for you. He was fucking just, ah, oh, just shower. Yeah, there, eh? Shower of bastards. There's no need for sectarianism on <laughs> no, this no, podcast. Okay, just shower of bastards. All right. <laughs> anyway, ah, poor old La- Angela Lansbury, huh? Ah, uh, the More she wrote. More she wrote, yeah. What was that? Jessica Fletcher. Jessica Fletcher, yeah. 96 is great innings, isn't she? 96. Yeah. I mean, I won't get to see 96. The, the, I don't want to see 96 hour lad to be honest with you <laughs> and I said the two Jessica Fletcher I do remember at Electric Picnic years ago having a very in-depth conversation with a fella um, there were some substances were con- consumed drag and it was about well, 5 o'clock in the probably morning probably say it was right if yeah. you're talking about Jessica Fletcher at that hour of the morning great chat about murder she wrote and Jessica Fletcher uh, the lads woke up the next morning and was like what were you two clowns talking about last <laughs> night <laughs> More than she wrote, it was unreal. They were just like, just see the shaking of the heads. I'm like, look, at a festival, great crack. Anyway, Ray, I'll move you on to our normal carnage that we do every week on, on. on, on the show. Here's one for you now, Ray. Biggest bacon butty in the UK. Would you be out for this one, Ray? Has 51 rashers on it. 51? 51 rashers. That's a lot, that's a lot of bacon. I think you just that's die on the spot after that I one. I mean, you yeah. just think. The, the salt content alone. It's quite a lot of salt, really. I say, what, 50? 51, yeah. 51 rashers, Jesus. It's a lot of rashers, Ray. I like rashers now, but... You like rashers, I like rashers. Everyone likes I don't it. think you'd eat a rasher ever again after that, because you'd be no, dead. Jesus Christ. <laughs> but I, I would nearly like to give it a go. I had a rasher sandwich this morning. I had an egg on it as well. I like a bit of that Delish. now. Mm. <laughs> one of them nice fries now on Saturday morning. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Here's one for you now, right? How do you feel with this one? My careless dad was late for my wedding, so I walked down the aisle without him. 
I mean, it was be late for your daughter's wedding, like. Well, barring some sort of catastrophe, your car breaks down, or I mean, I need more information. That he was just a dickhead. No, no, fair just, enough. Fair play, woman. Yeah. Nice, and she said, "Here, fuck this." Not many women are late. Well, Not many yeah. the ladies well, make make, make it their business too. to be late when, especially at the wedding, they're at my time. Yeah, yeah. And I think fair enough. Dave. If he was just a Get down the other quick so we can get the session on. Just get it done, like, do you know what I mean? As long as he's there for the photographs, it doesn't really matter. Fair enough. (laughs) Anyway, how do you feel at this point now, lad, right? My house buyers, so someone's bought a house off this lady, invited their family over when I was still living in the house. Funny story. When I was moving, uh, whatever, a month ago, six weeks ago, whatever, and, uh, I was out on a Sunday, I was out with Isabel, came driving back down the road and uh, there's a car parked across the driveway and who was it? Only the lads who were buying the house. So they were parked across, so I couldn't pull into the driveway and they were there, our lad looking in, looking in the sitting room window, <laughs> right, there was five or six of them walking around the front garden and in response to what you were asking me there, I think bang out of order. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. bang out of she order. She said she was absolutely furious and I think rightly so. Yeah. Just because you bought it doesn't mean you can just flaunt your arse around yeah. it just because... And I don't know okay, I didn't run him over in the driveway now. <laughs> so I wouldn't have liked that hour, lad. Yeah, well, I wasn't happy about it at all now, but... Look, done now. Hey, moving on, right? You're not, not going to like this one, right? You've, I remember <laughs> you had a little gripe a few weeks ago about this one, so... Right. But this, this is actually... This is worse. Right. Fella, right? Wait four hours for the takeaway, right? Okay. Okay. Sorry, right? It was a Saturday night. Four hours. Four hours. So he ordered the munchie box for him and the with missus and the two kids, right? Right. Saturday night. He ordered it at eight forty, right? Happy. Expect there. to be there for digital time. Half nine-ish. Yeah. Saturday night, you know, sometimes he'd be about an hour, four, yeah. hour, ten yeah. minutes. Two hours gone, boy. He's still all right. He's still being patient enough. You know, it's all right. It's probably busy starting right now. Yeah. So anyway, about forty-five minutes later, he goes. Ah, Rings them up and said, "Listen, we ordered this thing. We have, have to, he says, oh, listen, we're very sorry. We'll have it up to you in ten minutes, and we'll give you something free as well." Like, I said, oh, that's no yeah, problem, man. Right. Still no sign of this takeaway at all. Yeah. Your man rings up again. No answer. No. And he's going to himself. Ah, here, this is a lot of being by the car. Well, he gets in the car and goes down, and drives, and the place is closed. No way. <laughs> Bastard. So it's just sick now. I'd assassinate Mr. Oh, Will. You see, you probably have your man's fucking personal mobile. He rings me. He rings me. Why haven't tonight, Keats? That's the old Saturday phone used to, When I used to live in, in Clannard Court, when I used to be on credit, he'd ring me back. <laughs> I'd be on the phone, I don't know. He'd ring me back, no matter. That's, That's fucking, customer service. You bet your ass is. That is customer service. But yeah. Hell, oh. here's the, it gets even better. Right. The next day, he called down after to go mad. The man said it wasn't even on him. <laughs> They paid for it, and like it was paid for. Yeah, now, yeah. Was it? paid for through PayPal or something, but they didn't. Yeah, and he, he wouldn't mind. He got a text message to say that, yeah, this is being this confirmed. Is still, yeah, your man checked on the computer. or someone had made it. Someone made it. There was a mistake made somewhere, basically. Yeah, but oh, I wouldn't mind. Yeah, he was sick. on the phone to them and going, ah, oh, yeah, they'd be there in a few minutes. You'd be sick. That was like that one I was saying a few weeks ago. Who was that? Was it the Golden Walker? That was Mister Walker, wasn't it? Jesus, yeah, that was. 
That was that was criminal. That was. Yeah, right. Anyway, back out into a couple of bit of a couple of serious bits here to end the old random pony. Right. How do you feel about this one, Ray? I was conned by my husband for ten months. He turned out to be a woman. (laughs) 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 I mean, I mean, look, there's there's fairly obvious. uh, Signs of, of things like this, Keith. <laughs> yeah, they met on uh, they met on in the internet, obviously. But yeah. they met up and on, and he fell in love and got married, and found out ten months into the marriage that that he didn't have a flute. <laughs> Jesus Christ! That's a <sighs> wow. That's a bit of an owl. That's no. I mean, get the annulment out quick. That's what I'm saying. Does it? It's, no, it's, for, just, it's nothing to do with the track. It's the lion. It's, it's the lion. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's desperate. That is desperate. Jeez, 10 months though. 10 I mean, months, Harold. Took you 10 months to suss that out. Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> anyway, I'll leave you with another controversial one. Right. Dad dumbstruck. And, um, oh, hang on. Here we go again. I can't read me off. All right. Oh, I got it now. Yeah. Sorry about that. Dad dumbstruck after meeting son's new girlfriend. But right. as he, he, when he's seen her, he realised that he dated her before and uh, he might have a child by her. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Where did he, what do you, you just be looking, it's just like, that's Jeremy Coyle stuff, that oh, is. Oh man, I'm telling you now. So obviously well, owns a lot younger than him as well. Then. She was 28 and he was 45 or something. And the young lad, yeah. his son's the same age as her. Sure, okay, okay. So imagine that Jesus. walking in with your new Martin, the next minute your dad looks around and goes, yes. Oh, bollocks. Yeah. <laughs> I've done the pants dance with the old Max there, so. Hang on, that could be my own fella. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> uh, sorry to interrupt you here, but so this is your bro. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's straight out of Jeremy Kyle, that is. Jesus yeah, Christ. straight out of Jeremy Kyle, man. You'd be sick if you were the son now. Absolutely, be yeah. sick. Anyway, yeah. Ray, it's time for tops or towards. Do you want to go first or do you want me to go tops first? Tops or towards. Um, I'll go first. Okay, right. Keith, um, this is going to be fairly, I'll give you another word today, succinct, which is <laughs> straight to the point, right? I ruined my childhood twice this week, right? These weren't even nominations that came in from anybody. I, I chose to watch these things, right? So, more fill me. going to start you off with... The remake um, of a classic, 80s, 90s classic, Quantum Leap. Oh, I love it. Right? Loved it. Loved it. You know, Scott Bakula or Bakula, Dr. Sam Beckett. Ah, Cracking show. Love right? It. So, NBC in America have remade this. Why? Come out, come out in September, right? Um, I watched it on the dodgy box. I'm sure it'll be on some sort of streaming. Um, I hate it already. Service. Yeah, right? So, remake of... Well, it... Not a remake, I suppose. It's a follow-on, is what it is, more so, right? So, basically, it follows Dr. Ben's son, who's in the in the Sam Beckett role, essentially. He gets sent back in time. The whole thing, the premise is the same. You know, you have to fix something that went wrong back in the past, and then you'll, you'll jump on to your next thing. Um, but honestly, Frank, I said, I loved Quantum Leap no, back in the day. Right, yeah, right? I loved it, yeah. This, as I said, you think, right, it's just, it's 
it's paint by numbers. It's the same thing. It's fucking shite. Absolutely. Your man who plays this Dr. Ben song, Garb, is not a good actor. It was never going right. to. You could never recreate that. Magic. You couldn't. You really that him couldn't. and Dean Stockwell had. It was just it was great. He just turned up with the little thing. Oh, Press the button, cigar, yeah. yeah. Ziggy and the oh. cigar, yeah. Um, what? Yeah, I'll be honest with you. I watched one. I'm raging that I even watched one. Absolute garbage. <laughs> one out of five, because I'm, I'm not going to give it to zero, but. Tor Burger. Tor Burger. Yeah. I'm going to move you on to a film that I only watched last night. Um, again, one that I loved back in the day Hellraiser. Oh, yeah. Hellraiser. Hellraiser. Right? So, this has been remade again this year. Um, so, it's based on the sort of the Clive Barker uh, Hellraiser books and graphic right. novels and all that stuff. Um, so, it's again, it's, it's not a direct remake, it's kind of a, a follow on to, to you know, the, the other Hellraiser films. I watched the first since I've never watched like Hellraiser 3 and 4 and whatever. First one's good, second one's a bit shit, and never went back. Anyway, so this is basically the story of this is Roland Voice, who's like a multi-millionaire, and he is collecting occult memorabilia and things. So he comes across, you know, like the puzzle box yeah. from the first one. So he comes across this, right? And he gets a lad to open the puzzle box for him, and he disappears into thin air. So story jumps forward about 10 years, and it follows Riley, who's a recovering drug addict, and... Does it, you know, the the story sort of, the uh, evening, it just goes basically, the fucking, you know, Pinhead comes in, um you know, the the priest, Pinhead comes into this, and they're trying to tempt your one Riley into yeah. killing other people, making the sacrifices and all this sort of stuff. It's just, it's a garbage out of it. Like, I can't, I sat and watched a whole lot of it. And the only reason I watched the whole of it is because I got about 45 minutes into it. Yeah. And I was like, I might as well just see how it finishes. Garbage. Shouldn't have. Absolute shit. Right? As <laughs> said before, I'd say again, absolute King King Kong's finger of a tour. I give it one out of five again because I'm just... I, I, I saved the zeros for yeah. the exceptionally shit. This was... This was on the cusp, to be honest. And the last thing, <laughs> 67% rating on Rotten Tomatoes, which yeah. is... You know, which is about sixty. It's about sixty-five percent too much. So one out of five, absolute hoard. Thank you, Ray. Well, <laughs> the ones I watched this week, I watched a movie last night called Pixie. I watched it myself actually during the week. Um, yeah, it's basically about um, this girl and there's a fella that's into her, and she she breaks up with him, and then she's going after this other fella. But they're inside. They're they're involved with gangsters, basically. And yeah. they only more that these gangster priests yeah. take all the money, <laughs> and then basically, um, what you call it? There's this young fella there, and he's mad about your woman, so he goes up to the gaff, him and the two lads, yeah. and um, your man ends end up killing someone by accident and robbing <laughs> all the money. So that that's where it goes, kind of. And Colin Meaney's in it. He plays yeah. one of the gangsters uh, in it. And um, yeah, I really enjoyed it. It was a really good watch. I th- yeah, I thought it was very good. Though. Yeah, it was very good. Um, um, I won't, don't want to spoil too much for this, but yeah, I'll yeah. give it a three out of five. Give it, yeah, give it a good man. I would, I'd, I'd give it a rec- I'd, I would, I'd, I'd recommend it to people. I, I enjoyed it. It was a bit, it's a bit quirky. Now, the other thing I watched now, I only started watching, so I can't really rate it that much, but it was This Is England. It's not This Is England, the program. It's the one where Boris Johnson, uh, Kenneth Branagh's played him. 
oh, yeah, I started yeah, watching yeah, yeah. it and I'm sure it'll be good because Boris is just bonkers, so I'm sure it'll end up being half decent, you know. Yeah. Um, so I can't really give it a rating yet. Um, so I'll probably come, I might come back to it and write it again. Yeah, come back um, But yeah, yeah. I'd give it, I'll give it a shot. I'll, I'll definitely give it a whack, yeah. Yeah, it's worth going back to Yeah, me. yeah, yeah. That's actually, I've seen it myself. I've had the time this week. I barely got to sit it down and watch anything, so I, I literally watched that movie last night. Yeah. And recommendations next week, guys. Get them into us early so we can remember because we're desperate the last few weeks of forgetting. Yeah. I'll be on to him during the week and I'll be going, talks at all, and maybe fucking any Wednesday. So, <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, we'll we'll be much better next week. So, get all your suggestions into us, please. Thank you. Yeah, sound. Um, but yeah, lads, coming up next, um, we're going to sort of go a bit, how would you say, a bit off the reservation. Yeah, yeah. A bit... A, a bit you know, diversify, I suppose, yeah. right, is what we're doing. Um, so we're going to have a returning guest. Um, Not Mark one and a, huh? Not Mark Morrison. Not Mark returning to Mac. Um, returning to Raj. Um, yeah. We've Robert Raj Garman coming back on. Um, and given that it's, you know, it's, it's Mental Health Awareness Week. week yeah. Um, we're going to have Raj on. We're going to have a bit of, you know, chat about us, but just mental health in general. Um, Raj's journey. Mm-hmm. you know true kind of mental health problems and stuff like that and just you know hopefully be able to speak to him about you know how he got through it and maybe you know somebody listening might yeah you know, might, if it raises hope, awareness for people out there yeah. they might take something out of it and they might follow something that that's, that'll come out of this yeah. you know so that's what we're hoping to hear from Roger anyway, but and that's it so yeah, yeah lads we've that coming up for you next imagine going toilet <laughs> And we have a very special guest on our episode tonight. It's the return of the great man himself, Mr. Robert Gong. Return of the Mac. Yeah. Return of the Mac. <laughs> Thanks a lot. Great to have you back, Rod. Thanks so much for having me back, lads. You know, I know you're the fourth man that's come back on, yeah. Rod. Yeah, so, so that's it. So making that. making history here tonight. Yeah, that's it. You're, really you're the first man ever to return. What's the story? Probably be the only one as yeah, well. Exactly. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'll, have a, I'll have a the bills scram down to be down with a pinch for. We get the bills back on. Maybe we can do something for the World Cup. Yeah. Now. Getting our getting our professional opinion on the World Cup. Yeah, that's not bad idea. Maybe do that. Or now we could get Martin Brannigan. Now that he's managing the. Martin Naslo. Martin, the, what is it? They already called it the Titans. Get Martin on now, get his professional opinion. Yeah. Martin, he's managing the football team. Now. Is he, Adam Martin? Martin. Yeah. How's he doing? Well, I think, the, well, he won at the weekend, I know that, so fair play to him on the way up. Great, delighted for you, Martin. 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 Has, has, has the hey, sheepskin jacket out and all now. <laughs> right, Rog, um, as you, as, um, the reason why we have Rog on tonight, guys, is the reason why he's returned is to talk about talk about mental health obviously it's mental health awareness week so we had this we had this in the diary from day one really didn't yeah, we yeah definitely we said it back in the day that we were going to do it so when it, um you know we spoke that to say that it is a big thing in the world mental health and it's uh suicide rate is the highest it's ever been through the corona through everything and it's it all goes back it's all from the mind. It all bases yeah. back to the mind. And, and coming from experience, being out the other side of it. Um, so my mental health deteriorated due to an eating disorder. 
Now, I, I got counselling. I went to counselling, so we did. And we reverted back to my past with boxing. Normal meals, but when you're getting ready to fight, you'd restrict yourself and you went allowed to have this stuff and then you'd overload. And yeah. then my hero was Ricky Hatton. So Ricky Hatton be a famous boxer. Mm. He yeah. would go up, balloon up 13, 14 stone and then come back down to 60 kg go back down to 10 stone, so he would, for a fight, so, because he could do it, we yeah. could do it, and that was it, so, as it, it was normal, it was, throughout the years, I'd um, make him way, restrict myself, and then he, and then, um, so forth, so on, so, as, as years went on, um, after my boxing career finished, finished, I, it was after my boxing career finished that I kind of had to feel with them as comfort. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know where I was going when boxing finished from me. Remember, I faked yeah. my wrists and I wanted a way out because my health, my mental health was deteriorating. I didn't know where I was going. I didn't want, know what I wanted to do yeah. with my life. Everything went out the window when boxing went out the mm-hmm. window for me. And it can be, it, it, it can be the same with anyone in life. When they lose a loved one or they they lose a job, we're lost. Yeah. We yeah. we just drop, that's it, everything is gone. It's like going where do we, no reason to get up anymore. Do you think it was due to the fact that your boxing career ended that trick? I'd say, I'd say definitely so. Like looking back at it, uh, um it really is. It has to be because I would never had that problem ever in my life. Yeah. So I'd get up, we'd go to school, you'd be lasting on your mind was filled, you'd be playing football with the lads, everything. I was never I'd go home for my dinner after walk and it'd be normal. Just it was yeah. and yeah. then everything we're making weight restriction and loads of other factors then where not been allowed to eat this and constantly the scales was your enemy or yeah. Yeah. Your, always the scales is the enemy, do you know what I mean? So and do you think that's uh, that's something there now? Not, not so much that you know boxing is the problem. I'm not saying boxing is the problem, yeah, but no. do you think that obviously there is that tendency for lads like you're saying cutting weight, obviously to you know to try and be the biggest man at a weight, See, at a, at no, a lower does, weight. Yes, exactly. Does it, does like it that. Like me. No, so what? I'm not going into. I don't want to base the mental health talk on boxing because I'm yeah. just giving an idea what my disorder was that deteriorated my mental health so if we are going to a factor of which i'm talking about boxing and weight i'm 67 kilo now my boxing weight that has always been and i'm in the best physical mental shape in my life because i'm balanced i'm i'm looking after my mental health and in turn i'm over that and now yeah, it's yeah. For, for me like yeah. and it's balanced it's my i have my glass yeah. of wine i have my bit of chocolate i have my nice meals out i have my training and i i balance it all yeah. out but you i'm only saying that to you because you asked me about yeah, yeah. and it's oh, not yeah. about for but that's in a head balance to do for any boxer because yeah. I've studied nutrition and I've studied the right type of training so I would go into a different field with you now if I was to talk about waking weight for boxing yeah, yeah. Oh, so, no, that's, I, mean, yes. I mean not so much just, but just kind of in general like you were saying I suppose an eating disorder yes like I think would you think I suppose probably that sort of cycle maybe 
didn't help you in that like you're saying you're restricting yourself of course no it did no no because because kind of no, even yes or even when, when the guy was i was told by my coach years ago do the 64 and i was losing that much weight i said i'll do the 60 so i restricted yeah. myself more yeah. So we did. So it was my own doing as well, because you get sucked into a pattern, yeah. Yeah. and you're yeah. able to do it. Then you're able to restrict yourself and not eat for days, and then wear yeah. sweatsuits and everything else. Yeah. So we, I, I trained myself to be able to do it. So we did. Yeah. Which is a bad, bad thing. Yeah. Do you know and what I mean? That's, that's what I was yeah. See, we train ourselves to be. It creates that because we are creatures of habits. We are creatures of habits, and that's. Um, the main factor of mental health is that we are creatures of habit. So yeah. we are habits, our habits are stemmed in the mind. Yeah. And as I was telling Fraggle the other night, that me out the other side of it, I don't toy myself when did I get over my eating disorder because then I've still toyed myself to that's when I was clean and that's when I got, all, I got, yeah, got over yeah, my hood because yeah. I'm toyed to that day. Yeah, I've yeah. always said not today so we don't care how long you clean or how long you are over here to see I don't know but it's not today, not today and it's yeah. not today is enough yeah. and I reflect on my eating disorder because yeah. that voice will always be there and I've made peace with the voice would say go out and eat everything in the kitchen and devour yourself and don't get up in the morning and you're a piece of shit you're not good enough and the voices that will go on but I disidentified with them that they yeah. are but I am not them yeah. so I've separated yeah. myself from them and I think that's what's missing in mental health with people because when you're in that dark room all alone and you're listening to them voices they will take you deeper Yeah. but if you can actually take a second to reflect and watch them mm. and say oh, I am not these thoughts that Everything comes and goes. This too shall pass is one quote that will stay with me for the rest of my life. Yeah. No matter what you're going through in life, this too shall pass. Yeah. If we allow it to pass, we have to allow it to pass, but it's a process. Like, I was going to, actually two weeks ago, staying to be, I was going to study to be a counsellor. After coming out the other side, I said, this is what I'm going to do. Yeah. Then I had to reflect on five years in college and to be able to sit in a room with a person who is really going to t- express themselves all about their past mm. and identification with their past. Yeah. Because that's what it's tied to. Well, what brings us down is our identification with our past. We are tied to it, just like the voices in my head with the eating disorder. I was tied to them voices. So me being tied to them voices had me act on them voices. Now they're there, I don't act on them. Yeah. You know, and um, my eating disorder affected my relationship with everyone, with myself especially, because I was denying myself. And the same can be, that's what I said, that I will never judge the alcoholic, the drug addict, because I know it's the exact same illness I had. It's just mm. a different addiction. It doesn't yeah. matter. It's the same addiction. It's the denial of the self. It's the exact same thing. There's no difference. So there is. And it makes me feel like dog shit. So it does. And mm. that's why I reflect on it. It's going to make me see, feel so bad. It's going to suffocate my relationships with others. I don't want to do that. There's the other voice. Like <clears throat> when I went to my counsellor, 
he told me we all have two voices on our shoulders the good one and the bad one well the one we very seldom listen to is the good the voice on our shoulder that leads us down the good path or the one that makes us do good in life it's yeah. the other voice that pulls us down and we identify with that voice so we do yeah. you know and that's that's all I'm trying to help make people aware of you know yeah. That monkey mind is always there. It's there with us all. But yeah. the less we identify with it, the more clarity we will have in life. And how did you come to like deal with that, knowing like you had that, that thing in your head that you couldn't? I got a pain in my ass. It just doing it to myself. I was finally sick of it. Yeah. I was finally sick of starting over again, constantly not wanting to get out of bed. And I, I said... Two and a half years ago, um, just before my child was born, I'm never doing this to myself again. My son's coming into the world. I'm not doing it to myself. I'm going to be a, have a balanced life. I'm going to eat proper meals. I'm going to have a nice balanced life. So I was. Went down for about three weeks because I didn't understand. I didn't understand yeah. me. Three weeks into my child born, the sleepless nights. I was get but see, because... The, the hair, the knife feeds and all were getting on top of me. I thought food would, would be the crutch that would take me, would help me. But it just made it worse and worse and worse. And that can be with anything in life. That that when the shit hits the fan, yeah. we usually go for more addictive stuff, so we do. Yeah, yeah I know? totally agree with you. Yeah, that. so yeah. now, and to, for me, I, I, hadn't, I had to do it for me. Not my spouse, not my mother, not my son, not no yeah. one. I had to be for me. Because you have to be, if you're not at your best, then you're then not going to No, no, and now yeah. my relationships are blossoming with everyone around me for it, you know, because my reaction to outside situations are a whole lot better. I yeah. can handle situations. If someone's shouting at me, I'm a whole lot more at peace within myself. If someone's mm. giving out or anything, I handle the situation different. Because I'm at peace within myself. That's where my reaction comes from, within yeah. me. You know, and uh, so, sometimes no answer is the best answer. If you can hold your peace, because if it's one thing I realise as well, that when someone disagrees with you, they've stopped listening. And we constantly have arguments, and no one's listening to either. So two people are not listening to each other. It's my, that's it. They might as well be just talking to themselves. Yeah. And we can't see do it. So just lean to like that. <laughs> when people Makes disagree sense. with each other, they've stopped listening to each other. Yeah. You know? <laughs> we can all identify with that. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, for yourself, Raj, I mean, did you, I suppose you mentioned kind of the, you know, the two voices and such. Yeah. You know, through the, through the whole process, you said, obviously it's, it's a process that just it's ongoing. It's yeah. always yeah. You know, so, it's, it's always something that you're that you're aware of. For yourself, did you find did you find it hard to do that? Like you said, the kind of the disconnect from the shy talk, the bad talk that's in your head, the bad. You know, did it's everything. And it takes twenty one. They say it takes twenty one days to stem a habit for life, and then. The Passover can take as long as it... It can take a day for some people. Yeah. And that's it, it's gone. For me, it's... I know, like, that, that will always be there. And yeah. it can be in different... Sh- I, <clears throat> if it's the greatest uh, lesson now, the most valuable lesson I've learned um, this year, 
it's that it, this is going to be a memory. Everything is going to be a memory one day. So don't learn to enjoy the yeah. flow of life. Enjoy this. This time, enjoying this conversation with you. Because yeah. I know one day it's going to be, I'll be gone and it's going to be another memory. Just like us having that conversation months ago. Was yeah. Memory, yeah. You know? And it goes so fast. And we're not cherishing the little things anymore. That is probably one of the biggest factors where... Another thing with mental health and the gradients of our mental health yeah. is that we are not appreciating our senses, our sense of smell, sense of taste, the sense of touch. We, are, we want more and more and more focus on we don't have instead of what we do have. We have everything we need now to be happy. Everything. We, we have everything we actually have to be happy. Because if you don't believe me, just ask yourself what you, what you didn't have years ago that you have now you are perfectly happy without you yeah. say you oh, can't yeah. be happy without a care don't tell me that because when you are five you are happy you're playing with a ball and walking putting in your mouth <laughs> 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 so don't tell me that because we have just it's it's getting sucked into the society and yeah and now it's sad because the genera the the younger generation aren't the same as what it, we, we <clears throat> were seeing all this on the um on Instagram, on Facebook, on YouTube, comparison to others. Yeah, yeah. We are comparing comparing ourselves to others. So when we don't feel good enough and you compare yourself to someone else, you will not feel nearly as good then as you've ever felt because you're degrading yourself off someone else's comparison. You're comparing yourself to someone yeah. that, oh, I'm not like that. I don't have that. I don't have that what they have. I don't have that. So that's denying yourself of all the things you do have. Yeah. See, it goes yeah, back to folks on what you don't have instead of what you do have. Because yeah. then everyone else, someone else in your position is perfectly happy with what you have. But that's the way our minds work. See, our yeah. mind will is like a, a, a broken record when we allow it to be that way. Yeah. You know, and it's a lack of awareness, a lack of talk that be aware of your mind. How often do you hear it? Do you hear people saying like, ah, that monkey mind fucking poxy yoke up there, he's yeah. going mental, so it is, leave it be. Do you know what I mean? And, <laughs> the, and as well, sorry <clears throat> for putting you there, man. See, I have changed entirely because I now live in the present and I see people as they are now. So if someone done wrong to me in the past, I'm looking at them through a perspective and not the here and now. Like that yeah, person yeah. is who they are now, do you yeah, know? Not, yeah. I'm not my perspective. Because that's what one of my greatest teachers... Yeah, yeah, one of my greatest teachers is my son because he sees everyone as they are in the now. You know, and he can only focus on the now because that's all he no, knows. No and yeah, the same yeah, with yeah. your own kids. Yeah. You know, they are our greatest teachers as well, like, you know, so. Exactly, sure are. Mm, that's it. I wish, I wish you wouldn't <laughs> teach me about bleeding YouTube videos. Shit like that. To a degree. Well, no, Remember what he said, to a degree. I'm not going to go around and put on a nappy so we don't have to go to checks. <laughs> 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 yeah. But you, you, you think, I suppose you, you touched on something there. Um, I suppose a good, like it's a good point. I said, I suppose our generation of people. I suppose you said now you, you have younger people now, and everything is everything is social media. Yeah. You're comparing uh, yourself yeah. to, do you know what I mean? Fucking millionaires in America. Yeah, exactly, yeah. I mean, can, can you sort of see? 
you know, you know, obviously, you know, mental health is something yeah. that's very in focus. But I mean, can you down the line, the next generation of kids, are they going to be far worse off than our generation? Because from the get go, it's nothing but fucking stressing about. All right, well, this person in America. That's I get paid sixteen that. million quid a year I, to open toys on YouTube. Yeah. What am I doing? See, I, I, I really do get where you're, you're coming from, right yeah. now, but as well, it's like anything. It's the world is full of suffering. Yeah. But you yourself must not suffer over the suffering. It's you mm. don't. Not, all you can do is focus on you. Yeah. All I can do is focus on me. Yeah. That generation of. If we change me, yeah, then they, these guys, my that generation, through me and and you and around, because yeah. it's um, trying to change the world before I change myself never got me anywhere ever. It's when I, yeah. I try to change when I'm changing myself and reflecting on myself, then I might help one person yeah. be able to help themselves, because it's another part of the trap. Blaming other people for mm. how we feel on the inside. They have not the power to control any of your emotions. Yeah. Like, Farrell can call me what he wants. He call me an asshole. He got you or whatever. <laughs> but you know, it's up to me who gives him yeah. the power. It's like me driving down the road. I give a person a middle finger. <laughs> but yeah, I wait to the person. And, ah, there's Johnny. There's the Raj. You know what I mean? See how it's just off a symbol or whatever, yeah. a reaction. See, so it's, and, but it's all based how we feel on the inside. Yeah. It's nothing got to do with that. And that's what I'm saying. It's about going back to being childlike, but not a child. Having that um, childlike state that in, in, in present, the most it's present yeah. beings in the world, you know? I mean, you feel that now, obviously, that's, that's something that's, you're obviously doing. Yeah, it, doing and the boxing clubs. I tell the lads, I have a laugh like when they're doing the bags and all. Mm. If you're at home playing your PS4 or you're thinking about your missus or whatever, you're wasting your time because we're here to be in the present and box and focus. Yeah. Because I mean, if that's boxing and that's why I love boxing now. Because I'm showing the guys and I'm showing the lads what it takes to be a boxer in the present. Been yeah. present, not focusing on anything else. That's why I love boxing yeah. so much, and that's why I'm coaching through me boxing down, down the club. I'm sparing the lads, I'm doing everything Brilliant. that I used to do that bit better. Because when the archer shoots at a target, he has all his sight, mm. just a target, nothing else. When he shoots for a brass buckle, he gets nervous. When he mm. shoots for a goal prize, he goes blind. He still has all the skill, all that from the years, but yet the nervousness, the reward, the what people think of me. Yeah, yeah. That's why I am drawn back to boxing. Because I don't care anymore. Yeah. Do you know I don't care? Yeah. I love it. I'm just doing what I love. Yeah. yeah. Without that pressure and anymore. And when I went to America, <clears throat> it's good as Floyd Mayweather. He has all his skill. He just does it. He flowers with it. Mm. But yet he's still divided. He, he maybe he could be better. I don't know. But one thing I know for sure that we are divided when we shoot for something other than that's the target. Be yeah. a footballer. You're Ronaldo. They just have that skill. That's their gift. 
Yeah. They don't think about winning or losing. So I'm not saying Mayweather could have been better. Because he has that gift that he doesn't care. He's great at what he does. Nothing divides him. That's yeah. what the best deal. Nothing divides them. Because mm-hmm. they are the best from what they do. They, they scale. Yeah. Nothing divides But when you see someone getting ready for an exam and stuff like that, the, the, the prize, the, the scholar, the reward divides them. They get anxious, they get nervous, and the same can be said about anything. Me coming in here, I could have been thinking about this all day. Yeah. I've been a nervous wreck, yeah. and then making it all blah, 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 blah. But no, see, it's just, it flowers, you know, because yeah. I'm not trying to get anything out of it. And the same way, when I get up in the morning, I go through my day in happiness and... The thoughts come and go, but, and don't get me wrong, do I feel down from time to time? Yeah, I'm only normal, but I don't identify with it. It goes, and I feel good at times. Yeah, Yeah. I don't let it control me. And I think we can all relate to it in some way, shape, or form. That's the hardest thing to do with mental health, is is to not let it control it. And and I think that is the thing that everybody struggles with that has mental health on a very bad level. And finding that peace like you've... Exactly, but it wasn't... See, because people didn't know how to speak like this from the lack of awareness. Just get on with it. Yeah. Just yeah. get on with it. That's what I was told back then. Just get on with it. But I didn't know that I wasn't these voices in my head. That, you are worthless, jump off a bridge, commit suicide. I didn't know that I wasn't them voices. I didn't know that. I wasn't told because it's coming like... from there. Yeah. That that create that was brought from somewhere. It was created from somewhere. But that if I created that, I can diminish that. I can delete that. Yeah. Because I'm the one that put control. it in there. Yeah, control. But mm. now we don't even need to control it because it might be just there. It's not there anymore. And even if it is, I'll just laugh at it because I'm <laughs> not. And that's it. But because do you know what? It's great when you can bump into the the rock or one of these and. Say, so you're no better than me, and I'm no better than you, and that's, that's it, that's how, we're always comparing. Yeah. Yeah. Like, fuck me into the bin if I say I'm no better, he's yeah. no better than me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so say you're no better than me. Yeah. <laughs> You've been left two to the ribs, so we ain't get out there. <laughs> that's it. Well, I mean, that's it. You can be six foot four all you want there. Yeah, that's that's it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's it. But no, yeah, that's what got me yeah. put in with Mayweather because we mm. knew in my head he was no better than me as yeah. an individual, as a person. Yeah. We're only that's... different pe- in um, not what, and we're only different from people in what we do, but not who we are. Yeah. We're all unique individuals, you yeah. know. And that's, and that's, I think that's what will pull uh, a lot of people up. That knowing that the person I've been always comparing myself to has no more power over me anymore. That I'm comparing myself and I feel like yeah. you to this person. Yeah. yeah. I, I did it myself yeah. when I was when I was when I was obviously singing years ago. Yeah. I wanted to be like yeah. Yeah. John Bon Jovi yeah. or Liam Gallagher or Bono or Robbie Williams yeah. going yeah. down the stairs <laughs> in the cryptic. <laughs> like what I was saying, now, yeah. like now I'm on my own. Like yeah. I got my own voice and do my own thing. Do you know what I mean? But it took me a long time to like you it took me a long time. And like you said, you 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 know, you're at peace with yourself. You're like you you don't care what people do. I'm no, the same. You have to be that. I'm you exactly know? the same. You have yeah. to. That's and like it's there's so much clarity in it being um 
and I will go off that. I've, and then over time, I've read psychology books, philosophy books, but it all boils down to living in the present and being happy in the present and appreciating what, appreciating what we have because one day we've all lost loved ones mm. and they're going to lose us as well. So it's about cherishing what we have to time with them today. Because yeah. one day they'll be all grown up and we'll be all grow, grey and old and you will look back at that in the memory and you don't want to, to pass your boy in your head. Or well, you don't yeah. want it to pass me no, boy in my head, too. you know. And it's it's a battle, but the battle gets easier with this identification. Yeah, that's true. Now, have you anything else you want to say, Ray, before we pass it up? No, that, do you know what I mean? Just hit the nail on the head. I said, personally speaking, I said, I know you're talking about grievance counselling you know, grievance counselling and stuff like that. Um, so that's that's something I've done myself. Um, and to be honest with you, I, I, I fully agree with what you're saying in that I'm sure some people get plenty out of it. What I found personally was, it you know, it opened up more doors than it closed. Yeah, yeah. Do you yeah, know what I yes. mean? Yes. So like I was saying, I said, it's, yes. it's a different thing for different yeah. people. Is it? Yes, it's a different thing for different people. For me, like you were saying, I said, I sort of took it as, I did five or six of these sessions, yes. and, you know, and I didn't feel that, I was feeling worse coming out of these. Yes. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yes, I and it is, yeah, it, yes. It dredges up tears every, that you don't every, want yes, it to. Yes, you don't want it to, you know. And, and, was, and I'd, and I'd yes, say, I, I, spoke, I spoke to my dad at the time. Yeah. And spoke to my sister and I said, this isn't doing what yeah. I needed to do. Yeah. And I said, I'm just I'm nipping it in the board and I'm just fucking ploughing on. That's, it doesn't. And you know what I mean? And that's it, the way I'm yeah. going. I'm saying, right, this, you know, this thing has happened, you know, my ma passed away, yeah. this thing has happened, I was like, right, grand, I'm sort of, like you're saying earlier, it's like, I put a full stop there, and I said, right, what's ahead of me, that's, yeah. that's where and I'm going, and, your faith, and it's, it's your, your to, memories, in a secure, you know you have your memories, in a secure place, exactly, and keep them, because, when you're going, to, the grievance counselling, hmm. you're more tired, to, the task of, that you don't have them anymore, but mm. you have that precious memory bank. They'll yeah. always be there, you know, and, and it's, as it's, but <clears throat> your sadness, you're a family man, mm. you have children, reflects on your children. And the last thing your own mother want is to see you reflecting that oh, on yeah. them. See, and that yeah, that's yeah. the truth of it. There, there's the truth. It's yeah. the exact same where me, and David, and when Georgie passed away, I know in my head and soul, if I was in the Nile and stayed in that place after Georgie died, and I'd yeah. my son now, he would be looking through me. Yeah, he yeah. wouldn't see me with my smile on my face and loving my heart. Yeah. He would see me in a bad place yeah. mentally, in a dark place. And I believe that's the last place your own mother would want to see you in. And that's, and it, that's what I'm saying. It took me going... Yeah. Like I said, it took me going and said, you know, like I said, opening doors, I suppose. And it's yeah. like, that's not what I'm fucking here for. Yes, yeah. Do you know, yeah. and like I said, I, I think, and as much as I could say, right, it was for me, it, it probably, it worked in the sense that 
You catch a boy. Yeah. yeah they don't they really know where it was going. Yes, mm. yes. They didn't want yes, to go to where they were talking. Do you yeah. know what I mean? They didn't yeah. want to. Yeah. You know, so, yeah. you know definitely it is something that, yeah. that I get. And again, look, at it's something I've never spoken of. I've never spoken to you about it. No. no. It's not something I speak about on here. No, but it's to help others. Yeah. To, so that there is a way. And it's a massive... Like, I got over my own grievance and God forbid something happens my spouse to love my life my mother, my son my brother, my sister, my uncles, my aunt if I was to go into the Nile yeah. when they passed I would go back into an eating disorder I would go back into myself in turn my relationships with everyone else, my son, yeah. everyone else would suffer for that. If I stay strong and that I know matter no matter who it was the past, but have still the pair of grievance in my heart. Yeah. And have my tears and have everything else for me, but not let it affect my mental health. Yeah. Then that's okay. Then and that's it. Like, you, know, you can be. You can. Yes, you can, you can do be it. Can you do can it. Yes, sad. it can be. And as I said, I'm just speaking personally. Yes, same. It, it took. Yeah. It took somebody trying to take that, that whole the grievance, the sermon. It took somebody trying to bring that yeah. in a different direction. To help me, of course, sort yeah. of say right yeah. now. This is where I'm at. And I was, I was the better for it. Yes. So as I said, it didn't. It probably didn't go the way. People would say it should go, so, yeah, but course, no, it's, it's, the, the result that. came because yes. I, figured, go, yeah. I figured yeah. out, like you were yeah. saying, I figured out how to disconnect from this thing to be able to just say, right, yeah. well, I'm here now, and of course, this and is a, this is where I'm going. Do you know what I mean? And and it's, it's, like it's, you said, it was like, but it's as we said, it's the exact same thing. We. Uh, we take everything for granted and it's the exact same what I do to sit beside my nanny and have a cup of tea again and have exactly. the last. Yeah, what yeah. I would do for that and what I still have with my own mother, which we all still have yeah, with you. our own spouses and yeah. everything else because one day we won't and maybe they won't have it with us. Yeah. So we have to realise that today is all we really have and that's um, and it's very hard done because we take everything for granted. Yeah. You know, we just get back home and we leave this room on with our lives, but the whole something in our hearts that still now is that I'm enjoying this time now with people. I think that's know? what I'll take more from this uh, today, like just live each day. That's it, that's yeah, it I you know. Because none of yeah. us do know what tomorrow holds. I've said it there, Roger. That's the name of this episode now. Today is all we really have. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I think, we'll, just, I think yeah. we'll end yeah. on that, lads. Yeah. I think it's perfect. That's it, yeah. Um, Rog, look. Absolute pleasure. pleasure. Much appreciated. Much appreciated. Thank Thanks for coming on. Fantastic. Talking about said something different, but like yeah. I said, you know, it is, it's something that needs to be talked about. Look, we're all blokes. We're all, yeah. of course, yeah. We're all late 40s. Yeah. yeah, it is. It's, and it's, it's okay to generation. But we're not hasn't. protecting anything. Yeah. See, we've been, we're being egotistical to protect someone what will they think of me if I say that's it it's about letting go because I'm not protecting something up here anymore something that doesn't exist I'm just being myself and that's okay and I'm not tying myself to the stuff that weighs me down in life anymore you know and 
if we do that, then it only get worse. And as I said, it's we won't go over it again. But there's a lot. There's a message to take home from it. You know. So that's it. That's it. That's um, brilliant, Raj. Yeah, fantastic. Raj, well, really enjoyed it. Again, as I said, the first man to ever come back. So, and I appreciate you coming on and just having a chat with us. Yeah, so, that's that's, great, that's. thanks very much for listening. Yeah, thanks very much, guys, and thanks, thanks, guys, and thanks again, Raj. And we'll see you all next week. Absolute pleasure.